to the stars. Space exploration is the most extreme example that I can think of for living off the grid. It is complete separation from everything on Earth, especially deep space exploration when even communication with Earth becomes scarce and slow. But all exploration, including in space, requires taking Earth systems and products along with you. The fact is, we may never completely detach from Earth, so I believe the best we can do is take pieces of Earth along with us. Our explorations, so far, have been relatively short in duration and distance. We have only shyly wandered about 384,000 kilometers out into space, Earth's average distance to the moon. And, longer duration, or permanent habitation, of places away from Earth, would require us to duplicate Earth wherever we settle. For example, even if we go to a nearby space station, we must bring water, food, and air, along with many other earthly supplies. So, if we ever settle on the Moon or Mars, we must bring Earth plants, animals and water with us, and hope to start and maintain Earth systems, for our duration there. As you read this, space agencies are working on the problems of extraplanetary human habitation. And, so it occurs, that these problems include many of the same challenges encountered by people living off the grid on Earth. Like water harnessing and recycling, food production storage and use, energy production and use, communication, and waste management. Of course, for space habitation, these problems have been much more challenging, mainly due to the distance from Earth and the vastly different environment. Space habitation includes an array of challenges that include cosmic and solar radiation exposure, integrated vehicle systems, and many human health concerns, such as physical and psychological problems. Although, some of these challenges may be vastly different between Earth and space, living off the grid may contribute to and solve many of the challenges of space exploration. This may be done, largely, by off-gridders providing experience data, methods, and technologies all of which may be directly applied, or used by extrapolation, to space exploration efforts. Here, we'll briefly discuss possible off-grid contributions that may provide solutions or advance to the space challenges of 1. Health and psychological problems brought by isolation, 2. Water harnessing, use, recycling, and waste, 3. Food production, consumption, and waste, 4. Energy production, use, and waste management, 5. Communications, and 6. Deployment and maintenance of off-grid and renewable systems. When off the grid on Earth, as well as in space, systems for water, food, and communications all need to run on renewable energy and be part of reliable and hyper-efficient systems. Since access to usable raw materials like coal and petroleum will likely, and thankfully, be out of reach, renewable technologies will be a must for off-grid and space habitation. Isolation. People that live off the grid, experience differing levels of isolation. Whether it is physical, social, political, or economic, isolation is an integral part of off-grid living. How well you manage this isolation can determine the quality of your experiences, performance and products, when living off the grid. For example, if you are food self-sufficient, you are disconnected from the food grid. Thus, you must have considerable knowledge and data on food sustainability for your particular environment. And, this off-grid food production knowledge can be used, or extrapolated, to space habitation. This is especially the case if you are food self-sufficient in areas that are remote, or where the conditions for food production are challenging.
There are many levels of physical isolation you may engage on while off the grid. You may only slightly be on a different wave as the rest of your busy and buzzling community members. Thus you may be labeled a weirdo or recluse. But, even though these may be just your peers' opinions, in some cases you may need to become a hardened recluse. Especially if you reside in a remote or harsh location. Whatever your level of isolation, it has a series of personal and communal challenges and consequences, for which you can generate experience data. This data can surely contribute to humanity's near-future space habitation. We know that physical isolation has health, psychological and social impacts, especially for social animals like us. In fact, organizations like the Mars Society and space agencies like Roscosmos, ESA, and NASA, are, at this very moment, making efforts to research the problems of isolation. And, these agencies are spending considerable resources to come up with solutions to combat its ill effects. The off-gridder may be engaged, to some degree, in economic and political isolation. If you spend little to no money, for your subsistence, this is economic isolation. Likewise, if your nearby society has little to no influence on spending habits, you are economically isolated. And, if you participate little to none in the political processes of your area, you are politically isolated. Early space inhabitants will likely have to engage in the same types of economic and political isolation. These interactions are likely to be very different in space habitation, but I suspect, they are quite similar to the ones engaged by hardened off-gridders. So, if many off-gridders thrive in isolation, their lifestyle and methods can be duplicated in space habitation. Water Space habitation requires bringing water from Earth, using it, recycling it, and processing water found in places away from Earth. Water independent of gridders have the knowledge, the infrastructure, and the methods to harness, process, and recycle water. And, although this is an issue that appears to have been solved by some space agencies, it is a field that can be further perfected and refined. For example, water recycling systems are rarely used on Earth, so development in residential wash and waste water recycling can help. With widespread use of off-grid water systems, there will be many more test beds for further and much more rapid refinement and development. There may be breakthroughs waiting to happen that we don't even fathom right now in fields of off-grid water processing and other off-grid fields. Food Food production is an important part of the off-grid lifestyle. Some living sustainably may take this area of off-gridding to unimaginable levels. For example, people may grow foods and farm animals for a whole family, entirely indoors, with the use of artificial lighting and highly efficient methods. Hydroponics and indoor farming are fields currently undertaken by large space agencies and institutions, but it is surely lacking in large numbers. And, developments in hydroponics may be waiting to happen. Also, artificially grown meat is something that is on the horizon. For example, Singapore has approved the use of cultured chicken meat grown in the lab. Europe may be on the verge of approving the same. Off-grid efforts could contribute to all sorts of food production methods. Again, larger numbers of test beds in hydroponics and off-grid farming 
may supercharge development and breakthroughs in this field. Energy. Both space habitation and off-grid living need renewable energy. And, although solar and nuclear are currently used to power space systems, there may be other energy sources to consider and develop. Again, off-gridders will surely be constantly in the search for more efficiency in their energy production and use and in the capabilities of their alternative energy technologies. It is no wonder many off-gridders have looked at a variety of energy sources, at times including fantastic and elusive ones that are often advertised. For example, the so-called perpetual motion generators, or black boxes, have attracted the attention of myself and surely that of most other off-gridders, especially in their initial investigations. So, it is not beyond possible that someone, somewhere, may tap into a yet undiscovered source of energy. The odds of such groundbreaking, of course, are small. But, they would be much larger if millions of off-gridders were, at any given moment, actively searching for these elusive sources. Nikola Tesla and Joseph Newman were among these searchers and they both had compelling claims of having found such sources. Off-gridders may contribute with efficient systems to conserve energy. Many advanced off-gridders may modify or develop methods or mechanical, electrical and electronic devices that perform work much more efficiently. And such methods and devices or their successors may be used in space habitation efforts. Communications. Off-gridders may, often, deploy and develop their own telecommunications infrastructure and technologies. They may modify existing radio equipment or create a market for specialized communications equipment that operate through very long distances, all efficiently and free of charge. HF and VHF radio communications, currently, have amazing performances, but often these are difficult to achieve and erratic. So, the broadening of radio operators as off-gridders may cause rapid improvements on these free, and reliable telecommunication systems. Perhaps, there could sprout cellular networks with international and interplanetary capabilities, developed with open-source technologies and digital software, all free of charge. Although in the telecommunications field, anything short of groundbreaking will likely be already owned by the larger space agencies. But again, many breakthroughs may be awaiting as masses of off-gridders take to the airwaves. Off-grid systems. Perhaps the most voluminous contributions from off-gridders will be their technological experiences and efficient methods. Space habitation will require both. Experience data and mentalities centered around hyper-efficiency and reliability will surely be useful for space exploration. And, as all dealing with exploration requires engaging in an off-grid lifestyle, and rapid breakthroughs and enhancements in off-grid technologies may be highly useful. Space exploration will also require the development, building, setup, and maintenance of efficient and reliable systems. Off-griders may become key contributors in these fields for near-future space exploration or habitation programs. Lastly, off-griders may even become prime candidates for space habitation, largely because of their obviously useful background. So, people once considered weird may soon become the heroes of humanity. In summary, only off-grid technologies are used in space by virtue of being away from Earth. And, as such, off-grid systems, methods, and mentalities are necessary in space. And, off-griders, although in limited numbers, have contributed for current and prior space missions. So, off-griders' efforts in developing and refining their technologies and methods, small and large, will surely contribute to the success of future human space habitation and to the heroic treks to the stars.
by Hector Vladimir. September 30th, 2023. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please look for the next episode soon. And please ensure you share this with your friends and family. And please like this content and subscribe as a sign of support and for me to continue to provide this type of content to more people like you. Lastly, if you wish to support my content further, please visit the links provided in this publication. Thank you. Soundtrack was Cosmos by Easy. Thank you, Easy.